the Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the underdog pick'em in college or NFL to win up to 20x in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. in some good positions about Manchester United but I mean what is it where they, they take a step forward and then today take another step back honestly I mean I w- on Tuesday night my Tuesday night went something like I started watching the Salford game on the link the game against Burnley and after 10 minutes we were 2-0 down I thought do you know I'm going to watch United play in the Carabao Cup 
and I did I watched the game and I wasn't expecting to like it to be honest with you with what I've seen this season and I really enjoyed it I really enjoyed the performance from United you know Hannibal uh, Palestri Ganacho played um, Amrabat in midfield with Casemiro looked like it was something but there was a real energy there was some sprinting back from the wide players you know the back players played really well and I thought yeah I, 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 that's a likeable performance that's something I can live with I actually tweeted out at half time this is the best performance of the season and I was really encouraged not by the fact that obviously Crystal Palace left players out the fact that it's a Carabao Cup the fact that obviously people will say it's not the most important I get all that but where you've been as Manchester United this season which is some pretty awful performances is the first performance I'd seen without mood and I can't pinpoint what mood looks like but I nearly tweeted on Wednesday morning but I thought no have an enjoyable week I don't want to start a riot on my timeline on Wednesday morning I nearly tweeted out that's the first time I've seen Manchester United play this season without mood it was fresh it was likeable there was an energy to it there were patterns of play in the game that I thought that looks something like a team yeah, that, that reflects a bit of work on the training ground and a bit of sort of pattern and a bit of re repetition I haven't seen the game today they may have been absolutely amazing and lost 1-0 but it doesn't surprise me that this has happened today against the same obviously club Crystal Palace different team doesn't surprise me one bit um, and can't put my finger on it yet until obviously I see the highlights or I watch the game back but honestly I, I, I didn't tweet out on Wednesday I wish I had because that's what I was feeling um, that I thought you know they'll come and bring some players back on Saturday and we'll be back to the normal again and that's what they've got they've, they've lost at home and they're having a really poor run a really poor run um, and I don't think it'll be right for quite some time I don't think I'm not going to go on about the owners again because people are bored of it but it'll go on for quite some time because there is a cultural reset required at the club yeah as much as it's easy to blame the Glazers for everything and to think the solution is right there, get rid of the Glazers, new owners come in and Manchester United are back to where they were. It's not as simple as that because these are the players that need to play on the pitch. These are the players who are massively underperforming and there are no excuses for some of the losses that we've suffered this season, including this one, including the one against Brighton. And um, I can make excuses for the defeat against Arsenal. And VAR has had a nightmare weekend. So that argument was proven correct. But this was, without a doubt, the most concerning loss and performance of the season. As a viewer, I had absolutely no idea what Manchester United were doing or what their identity was. And never felt like we were going to score. People were angry that there were four minutes of injury time put up and felt like there should be more. And there should have been because the referee was shit. And conveniently, in that little audio clip we played at the top of the show, Sky didn't include all the penalty appeals, uh, whether they were contentious or not or what reason that was for. But United are having some bad luck this season. But in this particular game... It just felt like whether it was 94, 95, 98 or 180 minutes, um, we weren't going to score a goal. And that is the most concerning thing. You're listening to BetMUFC here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow BetMUFC on X at BetMUFC. 
That's at BetMUFC. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. And you can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast network, our hosts, who are at Gambling Podcast. That's at Gambling Podcast. And finally, you can follow my other X account where I post my profit and loss spreadsheets every single month. They're always the pinned tweet. It's at LockBettingX. That's at LockBettingX. At the moment, you can see the PL for the month of August. When I'm not so busy, I will change that to the month of September. At the moment, it's hectic because I am handicapping all of the Champions League and Europa League games for midweek. So when I get a little break on Thursday, I will pin that to the top of the page. If you want to do extra due diligence, I actually encourage it. Uh, go to the website lockbetting.com where you can see all of the other spreadsheets. When you have a look through spreadsheets, make sure you focus on how we manage that bankroll because that's key because it makes betting accessible for anybody that has a disposable income. If you don't have a disposable income, you shouldn't be gambling because you shouldn't making bets where, be making any bets where you need to win. But yeah, if you uh, if you do have that disposable income, I should be able to turn it into a profit. I've done it for 124 months in a row. If you want any more information, hit me up at my X account that I mentioned at LockBangX. That's at LockBettingX. So we want to look ahead to the Champions League game against Galatasaray, which is actually a must win after Man United lost another game. It was their opening game against Bayern Munich. But we need to talk a little bit more about that Crystal Palace game before we do that and before we listen to Eric Ten Hag. Because, as I said, the main concern with the performance was the fact that United didn't look like scoring. Now, it almost favours Man United slightly when we play against better teams who have a little bit more ambition. Because it does open the game up and Manchester United do look good on the break with the pace that they have. It isn't a great season or it's not even a good, it's not even remotely good season so far for Marcus Rashford. He actually looks poor. He actually looks like he got his new contract and he was only playing out of his skin until he got that new contract. And now he looks like the Rashford that we saw in 21-22. But on the break, he's still going to be dangerous. Does he play the right final ball? No. Does he score enough goals and is he doing enough to to score goals, such as getting shots on target, getting shots off at the right time? No, his decision-making is poor, but he's never going to lose his ability to run at players. Garnacho's still going to be quick. We know that Palestri's quick. We know we sign Hoyland because he's quick. So United are dangerous on the counter-attack when games open up. That's how we scored against Arsenal. That's how we should have won against Arsenal. That was to our advantage against Bayern Munich. So sometimes against the better teams, you're more confident that Man United's game plan will work. Against a team like Crystal Palace, it was always going to be a case of being able to utilise possession better than we did. And once we were a goal down, then it really was the ultimate test of being able to break down 10 men behind the ball. And we failed. We didn't even come close to to penetrating Crystal Palace. We dominated the ball possession, well over 70% of the ball. But who gives a shit when it's side to side to side to side? And it looks a lot like when Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's Man United teams couldn't break down um, opponents at Old Trafford. Yet we had a very good away record playing on the counter. Now, I don't think that Eric Ten Hag has gone back to implementing any kind of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer tactics. That's not what I'm saying. He's too good of a manager. He's far. He's a far superior manager to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, in my opinion. 
but he certainly didn't have the answers himself to break down Crystal Palace on Saturday. He made a number of substitutions. By the end of the game, I wasn't sure who was playing where. And you can honestly say at the start of the game, when Man United set up, I wasn't really sure who was playing where. I came to the conclusion in the end that Manchester United were actually playing some sort of back three with four across the midfield with wing backs and three up front. I almost felt like uh, Diego Dallo and Amrabat were wing backs with Casemiro dropping in as the third centre back. That's at least what it looked like for a majority of the game. Now, the experts who do the team lineups at the start um, will tell you that Amrabat's playing as a left back, but it certainly did look more like a 3 4 3. And the fact that I can't tell, and the fact that I've been watching soccer since I was five and have been covering it here on this show for 10 years um, kind of tells you a little bit about what a mess Manchester United are. And things don't get any better when you can't score a goal against Crystal Palace. So I really think we need to get back to the drawing board. Perhaps a simplification of things is what's needed. That certainly has worked for Newcastle, who took a back-to-basics approach, which obviously coincided with their schedule becoming easier. But you don't keep five clean sheets in a row unless you are implementing some sort of strategic process. And Man United didn't keep a clean sheet against Crystal Palace and we lost the game. And if you want to say that Newcastle's games that have helped them turn the corner have been very winnable, then you would certainly say Manchester United is running, going up against Burnley, a makeshift Crystal Palace team, and then the normal Crystal Palace team in the league would be three winnable games. And Manchester United should have bounced back from the loss against Bayern Munich going into this game with Galatasaray with three straight wins. It hasn't been the case. That's not what's come to fruition and therefore it makes things very worrying going up against this Galatasaray side knowing that this is one of the games that Manchester United need to win to even stay in the Champions League and be in it when the draw is made and uh, be playing Champions League football in 2024. With that said, we are going to have a listen to Eric Ten Hag and his press conference. Before we actually do that though, let me take a small time out here to tell you guys about game time. Buying tickets to your favourite events shouldn't be stressful, but game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy and theatre near you. They have killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee means you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have at the event. Um, unless you support a team like Man United. Uh, the game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section or row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So download the game time app now, create an account and use the promo code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Snag the tickets without the stress. Terms apply, but again, create an account and redeem the code SGPN for $20 off with GameTime. Download the GameTime app today. Last minute tickets at the lowest price, guaranteed. Eric, you've said in the past that you're not a very patient person. Is it frustrating, annoying that the team don't, be able, don't seem to be able to move forward and do what you want them to do? You're struggling to get answers to this at the start. I think um, I don't agree with that. I think um, the team 
uh, is moving forward. Uh, but yeah, we have to make adjustments as well. When you don't have a fullback on the left side, uh, you have to, to change. And, and, and we did. Um, uh, yeah, there were shortages in our game. Uh, definitely, but I think also there were very positive points in. Uh, but by the end of the day, it's only about result. And we didn't get a result where we are looking for. It. We didn't get a result. Um, uh, what's the demand? And yeah, of course, that is very disappointing. Thanks. Eric, there's been a lot of focus on VAR and refereeing <coughs> decisions this weekend. You've had some problems with it in the past. Do you think standards need to improve and we need greater transparency in terms of hearing the communication between officials? Well, I'm not so often give comment uh, on refereeing uh, because um, yeah, they do what they have to do. And of course, the standards has to be high. And yeah, it's, it's a part of the game. So uh, at this season, I think one time I, I mentioned it and I'm still behind it because it was really in our disadvantage in that moment. But for the rest, no. Um, uh, of course, you can expect, we can expect, uh, the teams can expect, the, uh, the fans can all expect and that it has to be a high standard. So it should be because it's Premier League. Uh, but I think, and I'm sure, they, uh, they do what they can. And they are very professional. And um, so they will give their best. And yeah. I trust them. And then in terms of team news, can you give us confirmation that Lissandro will be undergoing a second operation? And is there any people returning back into team training? I can confirm, yeah. Uh, Anthony, uh, Nietzsche, Martinez um, will have to undergo a surgery. And so the team news is that um, uh, probably Anthony Dos Santos can return. Um, Rafa, you won the Champions League four times. Do you think this Manchester United squad is good enough to win the Champions League? Yes, I think so. I think uh, the quality is in the squad. Um, as I said, that competition is it's difficult. You, you have to, to take care about uh, every details. But um, yeah, we have a team with, uh, with quality, with good mentality. And um, yeah, we have to, to make some improvements. It's not the, the, the start of the season we expected, but uh, I still believe we have the, the quality enough to, to compete with the best team in the world. Can we win the Champions League? Yes, Rafa Varane replied. And obviously, that was the main sentence that was taken out of that press conference. And it has been posted everywhere today. And even Man United fans are ridiculing it. And the odds, of course, which is what we deal with here, will tell you that Manchester United have almost no chance of winning the Champions League this season. But... You never know what can happen. If we can just get through this group stage, we may be in different shape 
come the return of the Champions League in February, in late February. But it is looking very unlikely. At the moment, Man United are priced at 33 to 1. And we are the lowest English club in the competition with City favourites at 2 to 1, Arsenal 8 to 1, and even Newcastle at 25 to 1. So. We're going to look at the game between United and Galatasaray. Before we do that, let me tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy because from now until October the 4th, Underdog Fantasy is matching 100% of first deposits up to $500. 100K Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. A total of $2 million in prizes all season long, 100K in prizes this week, 10K to 10 people this week, and new sweepstakes every week of the NFL season. So watch along and make your picks and maybe make a little cash on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. So go to Underdog Fantasy and use that promo code SGPN. That's the promo code SGPN. So United tomorrow are strong favourites to bounce back against a good Galatasaray team at Old Trafford. Don't read too much into the fact that Galatasaray failed to beat Copenhagen at home. That was a poor performance, but they still came back from 2-0 down to rescue a point, but they are not a poor side. And off Man United's recent performances, I don't believe that they should be the 2-5 favourites to win this game. It's 19-5 here on the draw, and Galatasaray are the 6-1 underdogs to leave Old Trafford with a win. And uh, as I mentioned, they're a good side. They are considerably better, at least on paper, than Crystal Palace. So am I picking Galatasaray to win here? I am not. But I'm also not going to be taking Manchester United at this short price. What this short price does is it does give you extensive value on the handicap market in the or on the Asian handicap markets and the handicap markets, including the double chance market. So Galatasaray are 7-4, nearly plus 200, just to avoid a defeat here. Not to win, but you cash at 7-4 if they avoid a defeat. You can also take Galatasaray plus 1.5 in the Asian handicap market. What that means is is Man United could bounce back and win this game. But if they don't win by two goals, you cash on this selection. You don't push this selection. It's not a plus one. It's actually plus 1.5. So if Man United don't win by two goals against Galatasaray tomorrow, you cash this selection. And that is available at 10 to 13. So £177 back off 100 for Galatasaray to not lose to Manchester United by two goals or more. And if United bounce back with a one-goal win, which any Man United fan will take that before the game, despite the fact we're the two-to-five favourites from the books, if you offer Man United fans any kind of win going to that game, which unfortunately I am because I'm in an abusive relationship with this club for some reason, um, and I'm driving all the way to Manchester to watch this shit, um, we'll take it. I'll take any kind of win. So being the professional that I am, and certainly not somebody who just blindly backs his club, I'm happy to take Galatasaray plus 1.5 on the Asian handicap market. And if Manchester United are going to win by two goals here, they're probably going to need to score three. 
because if Galatasaray score a goal, which they probably will, given the way United have defended this season, United will need to score three goals for you to lose this play. Um, Man United have endured their worst start to a Premier League season in history now. Um, It looked like that was going to be the case last season when we lost the first two games, but no, it's this season instead. And uh, they also lost to Bayern Munich on match day one. So they're almost unbackable given that data alone. It's hard to make a case for anything but an anti-United play given the odds and given how short they are to win this game. It's almost like the result on Saturday and the start to the season has been completely ignored. United have won just two of the last six games in all competitions. Uh, Group A's opening two games featured a total of 11 goals. So this does look like a high-scoring group with United involved in a seven-goal thrill and Galatasaray during 2-2. And BTTS has cashed in four of Galatasaray's last five games. So that individually could be a way to go here. BTTS is available at 7-10, to 10, so a slightly shorter price than Galatasaray plus 1.5. But the thing is, with Galatasaray plus 1.5, they may not even need to score a goal to cash it. It's likely they will do, but if United win this game by a 1-0 scoreline, then you cash the selection on Galatasaray plus 1.5. Um, there really is no other choice for me in terms of a selection. So that's what we're going to go with. And um, I want guys to remember that this isn't a podcast where we blindly take United. We've gone against United multiple times on this show successfully. And uh, unfortunately, that is what we're going to have to go back to here on this show. Our blind plays of United and plus 1.5 and United and under four and a half goals that cashed so readily last season or even going as high as United and over two and a half goals in certain games or when you weren't sure United were going to win games against stronger opponents you could rely on United to score so we cashed a lot of plays with BTTS this season we're having to go against our team because that is the sensible thing to do and we are here to make people money so Once again, your lean here for this show is an anti-Manchester United player just because there is too much value on Galatasaray here. It's Galatasaray plus 1.5 in the Asian handicap market. That is available at 10 to 13, returning 177 from 100. And it means that Man United can win by a single goal and you'll still cash. So if Galatasaray can just score one goal... It means that Manchester United would need to score three goals here in order for you to lose this selection. Very, very unlikely from what I saw at the weekend. That's it for me in this depressing episode of BetMUFC. We're back again at the weekend. Until then, good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.